Hello, this is Lisa LaRose. I want to welcome you to Connect to Love here on PRNFM on the Vibrant Living Network. And I'm joined today by the wonderful Michael J. Russ, founder of Life Moves Podcast, entrepreneur, overall wonderful human being. And I want to welcome you, Michael. How are you? I'm awesome today. Really awesome. Uh, back in my mm-hmm. office after a few days off, but uh, loving it. Ah, perfect. So I have a question for you. When you were younger, uh, maybe a kid, there was a game that I used to play called Mastermind. It was one of my very favorite games. It was a sort of like a decoding board. You had uh, little colored pegs that you put into little holes on the board, and you had it covered up. And through the process of elimination, the other player would try to decode your code by putting their pegs into holes and guessing the order of the colors. Did you ever play that game? No. And it's obvious that you had a much more interesting childhood than I had. <laughs> ah, well, you know, it's kind of like a code breaker game where you had to guess the pattern. Everything, it had oh, to yeah. be the I same gotcha. order and the same color. And you would, if, if you had a correct color in the right peg, it was, um, you would, the person would let you know that you had the, the one color correct, but it may not be in the correct peg. So as you sort of went through the board, it, it was, it's just was one of, I think it's cool. Was, I love that game. I like, I love trying to get somebody to play that game with me. And, you know, I was thinking about it because here we are, we're like little round pegs, each of different colors going to be put into a slot. And as we're sort of going through life, I thought, what a good metaphor for something so simple that you and I have heard of many times uh, called, you know, masterminding and how that applies to our life. How can we actually become our own code breakers uh, so that we can live a more fulfilled life? And last week, we were speaking about worth and value. And I sort of, I just thought about this as sort of like a metaphor for that. And now I know what to give you for your birthday. I'm going to send you that game. <laughs> I just, <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> it's a great game for, for everybody to have. So, you know, here we are, you know, I'm, I'm maybe a, a green peg on the board and, and I'm in my certain slot. And, uh, you know, not unlike somebody that is, is an entrepreneur, I sort of, you know, vision of what my life is going to be and, and what I want to have and what I want to create. And as I sort of move through, through, the, through the game, of life, mm-hmm. you know, there's there are certain tools that, that seem to to make a difference. And one of the things that has made a great difference to me is having you in my life. You know, you are a well, great mirror for me. Uh, you you help encourage me. You give me little tools along the way. And so I would say that, you know, as as being part of my own personal uh, soul group, you know, you are also part of my my mastermind group. And so I'd love to explore that and uh, how that that has impacted your life and some of the ways that you use that that tool to um, further your career, further your the self-improvement and, and things like that. So I'd love to hear your thoughts. I think that's an awesome uh, topic, uh, one that uh, – uh, it can really take you farther, a lot farther than uh, than you otherwise would on your own. And it's interesting because um, 
my sister and I are sort of mastermind partners. We, we call each other and support each other all the time. She's an entrepreneur. Uh, became an entrepreneur when she was a city. She used to manage a Brook Furniture rental sh- store in Orange County, and uh, this was back in the 80s. And she enjoyed it. She didn't have kids at the time, and she wanted to have kids. She was planning on having kids, and she says, "I can't do this here. You know, I mean, I can't do this and 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 have kids and raise the kids that I you know want to raise." the way I want to raise them. That's too, I'm too far from my home, commute, blah, blah, blah. And I said, okay. She said, so I, so I decided that I would reinvent myself. This is what she called it, reinventing myself. Mm-hmm. And she said, I, I reinvented myself. I, I went ahead and um, uh, uh, she, the first thing she did was, was create, uh, she says, I'm going to create uh, a series of ballet videos for, for beginners for mothers and their daughters. I said, really? She says, I'm shooting this video. I'm shooting this video. This comes to her head. I don't know where it comes from. And we, we talked about this. And the beautiful thing is when she had this idea, the first thing she did was call me. She said, I, I got this really cool idea. And we bounced it off each other. And I'm mm-hmm. sitting there. I'm just a listening board right, at that particular point. And I'm going, wow, that is amazing. Uh, Amazon was just getting started as a bookstore. They were carrying videos. They were carrying books. They weren't really as, as far um, down the line as they, as they are now. And I said, well, how are you planning on doing this? I said, give me your, give me your ideas. She says, I'm gonna, I know a prima ballerina for Disney. I said, really? She says, yeah. She says, I'm going to get her, I'm going to pay her to record the, a beginning video, um, ballet for beginners, that a mother and daughter could sit in the living room, put the video in. This is back in the video day, by the way. That's how long ago this was. You put the video in, and a mother and daughter could uh, dance these moves together so that oh, how the daughter could go to her first ballet class and be more confident than if she had just walked in the door and not knowing anything. And I said, oh, my God, that is so amazing. And this is the way my sister thinks, right? Uh, this was before she had kids. And she was, you know, I think she, was, she had gotten pregnant sometime in the next six months or eight months or something like that. And uh, uh, she ended up having a couple of kids uh, who are uh, absolutely brilliant. Brilliant. I think she used them in all the stuff that she created, early childhood education, music and movement, this and that. But everything she, she did, every time she had an idea, she would give me a call. And, and we'd kind of bounce it around and expand upon it, right? And mm-hmm. the one thing we have to understand when it comes to doing this sort of thing with people is that it's not about us. It's about them. It's the, it's the one most important thing we always have to remember when we get into a, uh, a situation where we have, where we know in our mind we set the intention to create a little mastermind group. And this is the first thing we have to do is create the intention to do it and, mm-hmm. uh, and know in our minds uh, in our hearts and our souls it can be done, okay? Uh, because this is all about attraction. It's all about um, connecting with people who are like-minded, people who have creativity, you know, who are inspired, uh, people who are maybe entrepreneurs, people who have those, uh, those characteristics that we would like to emulate. And we come together with them, and sometimes it starts by saying, hey, I really admire you, and you, you've really been successful. I would love to sit down and have a cup of tea, cup of coffee, whatever, with you, have lunch with you, and, and kind of talk about um, some ideas that I have and, how, and talk about how you got 
where you are, how, you know, what, what obstacles you had to overcome and other things of that nature. And this is really how it starts, having that kind of conversation where you're sitting mm-hmm. and experiencing the highest frequency, which is enlightenment for yourself. Uh, you um, connect with them, and then you let them know what you're looking to do. Can, you know, say, you know, can I on occasion, when I have some ideas and some other things, can I give you a buzz and can I bounce them off of you, this and that. And the, the process works when neither of you is judgmental about something the other one's doing. Mm-hmm. And it's also great when you, have, when you connect with someone. That could be a situation where you've got a, uh, a mentorship kind of thing going on. With people who are your own age, your peers, you want to be on the lookout for people who, are, who have a, that inspiration, that creativity, who are, who are go-getters, who are doers, uh, and not people who just sit around thinking about things and never actually take action. Uh, mm-hmm. When you connect with somebody like that, and when you keep a lookout and connect with somebody like that, uh, who's on your same level, somebody who has, who's aspiring to go somewhere, be, be something, do something, and they're in, the, uh, in that phase of, of, uh, of fact-finding and query, right? So mm-hmm. you, you want to connect with them and, 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 and say, let's sit down, let's talk about our dreams, let's talk about our goals. I want to know what you're doing, you know, and I'd like to bounce some ideas about what I'm doing. And, and if they come back with an energetic smile and, oh, yeah, that'd be awesome, then you know you're on your way. And it just kind of develops from there. Uh, and for me, uh, my sister's one. Uh, I know you are definitely one. Uh, and I hope Thank I'm you. the same for you. Absolutely. Um, and I've got three other people that I do the same thing with. But it's not like every day. It's not every week. It is when I have an, it's about a couple of months here. Some, some people I talk to once or twice a year or once every mm-hmm. couple of years. Other people I talk to more often because everybody's busy. People who are creative, inspired, moving, going, uh, being, doing, um, are busy people. Uh, they're they're uh, actualizing their intentions, their goals, their dreams. They're actualizing them in real time. And uh, when you do that, what happens is you, you're operating then at a frequency, uh, the frequency of inspiration and creativity. Mm-hmm. And you're definitely attracting, from, with that frequency that you're emanating, that you're putting out there, you're resonating yourself and putting out, you're going to be attracting other people like that as well. And we have to respect other people's time. And we have to respect that they are actualizing their ideas, their, in, their intentions and their inspirations that are coming, their intuitions. And um, I love it because I can sit down and I can meditate and I can, I can write down, I can have a notepad next to me. And when I'm done, I have to write down everything that I've thought about. And mm-hmm. then it's down on paper, and then I can move on to what I need to do and come back to it later on. This is why um, for people who are, uh, want to be in a mastermind situation, you want to – it all begins with you. This is, this is really guys what I'm trying to say. It begins with you. You're the one who becomes your own mastermind, where you write down your inspirations, your intuitions. You see something. You, 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 you see a need. You write it down. You know, you may not fill that need. Uh, and I know entrepreneurs that are like this. They simply write down all the ideas for businesses that they have, that they come across, they see things. They may not pursue them themselves, but it's part of the creative process. Mm-hmm. It's part of that getting your creative side of your brain going, get it, getting it ramped up. And again, it's not about you're going to go do everything at once. It's 
something that comes to you, you, you intuit a thought, it may be something you can do. It may be something that you're supposed to share with somebody else and not something you do. And we all have to get to know our own wheelhouse. I know mine. Uh, I, have, I have intimate familiarity with, with what I am good at. And what I'm not good at, I seek in others so that I can mm-hmm. become better at what I'm not good at. And uh, so, and I have people come to me and do that same thing. So I want to write a book, whatever, what do I do? And I'm like, well, what kind of book? What this and that? Let's help ferret out your idea. Let's, let's get, it, get it rolling. Let's, let's get a, a diagram in our mind of what this looks like for you and where you want to go with it. And uh, there are lots of resources for the mechanical aspects of things. However, this is more about uh, your creating the intention within yourself first and putting on that, that cap of intuition where you're, you're, you're tapping into intuition, you're tapping into your inspiration, things that are coming through you, things you're seeing. And it's a really fun world to live in. Um, and I live in it every single day. Oh, yeah, I, I absolutely love it. i got a notepad here. You know, I mean, I, I've gone through journals. Yeah, I journal, journal, journal. And I have one, I have one of yeah. your journals. I, I just want to comment and just say how amazing it is that you sat there with your sister and listened to her, not in judgment, not saying, well, you're not a prima ballerina. That's a dumb idea. You know, why would you even think that you could do such a thing? I mean, to have that unconditional support and no judgment and just listen and bounce ideas off. And I really applaud her for seeing a vision and wanting to bring something. I, I was, as a young girl, intimidated by a ballet class. If I would have had a tool like that, I think it would have made all the difference. You know, you're standing in front of these big mirrors um, that, you know, next to a bar mm-hmm. with a bunch of girls that you don't know who they are. <laughs> You know, you're comparing yourself to how well you perform. I mean, what what an amazing tool to be able to give young girls. And I, I think that, you know, not to see an obstacle and say, well, you know, just because I don't know how to do something, I'm not going to try. You know, you, as you said, you yeah. know your own wheelhouse, so you can seek out other people who have the skill set where you're lacking. You know, you look at different um, luminaries. Like I live in Pittsburgh, so Andrew Carnegie is a, is a big part of the Pittsburgh history. And, you know, they, a lot of people don't realize this, but he was a diminutive stature. He was quite short, but he never let it, it stop him. He, he worked in a steel mill and he had a vision and he would bounce ideas off of different individuals and he was determined that nothing was going to stop him. And and as you were speaking, Michael, I thought about some of the other sort of mastermind groups, you know, throughout history. The the painters, the impressionist painters would all sort Mm -hmm. of get together and they were doing something that was really quite different. They were painting light. You know, they were doing something that, you know, there was always Mm -hmm. classical painting, but these ones, they said, okay, you know what, I'll sit here and I'll paint the same scene, but from different times of the day when the light is different. And they could be sitting at the same spot, but all of their paintings were different. And and, and Impressionism is really one of my favorite styles of of painting. I love. love. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Manet, Monet, uh, Van Gogh. I mean, we it, it, you know, hundred haystack paintings at different times of the day. It is 
it is it, i could i could and i've been to the met and every time i go i you know the last time i went there was a beautiful impressionist uh, exhibit and you're just in awe of of that it was what most people really don't know is that these painters were all in paris they all knew each other they hung mm-hmm. out with each other <laughs> you know mm-hmm. and Absolutely. they talked to each other all the time and so uh, it, it, a couple things I want to say, three things. First thing is sure. if somebody shoots down your idea, you need to rethink who you're hanging out with because mm-hmm. somebody shooting down your idea is literally uh, – and you actually taking it as, as something serious, something you should be paying attention to, is, uh, is, is totally incorrect. You – have an idea, it's your idea. If you have a dream, it's your dream. If you have a goal, it's your goal. Uh, other people mm-hmm. can let their personality, their ego, and their past failures, um, they can attempt to oppress those on you. And that has nothing to do with you. It has to do with them and their own personal life story. So you're, you're, you're in the process of writing yours, creating it. You're the director. You're writing it you're directing it, you're producing it, you're financing it, you're, you're, uh, you're uh, writing rewrites, you're doing everything that you're, that, that, that you're supposed to do with your life because it's your life. Um, mm-hmm. And I'll say this, my sister couldn't carry a note, couldn't carry a note when we were growing up. My brother and I were the singers and the musicians. My <laughs> brother played guitar and sang. I'm, I'm not kidding. I'm, I'm like, wouldn't want to be in the same room with her trying to carry a note. Okay, so here's what <laughs> she did. Sorry, I'm giggling. No, I'm, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. That. That's amazing. Okay, let let me just say this: the ballet videos went from beginning to intermediate to advanced to recital. Four videos. Oh my god! They became the best-selling wow. ballet videos on Amazon for like, I think, ten years, and they're still on Amazon. She still sells them as DVDs. She had to convert them all to DVD. So. I'm saying that and she's moved on to other projects. And that's the beauty about creating something like that. You create it once and you just keep creating iterations of it as you, as you go along. Um, mm-hmm. And secondarily, you have to have, uh, be confident within yourself. We talked about worthiness and, and doubt and self-confidence last week uh, in, last, in the last show, which I definitely encourage people to go listen to uh, on our Connect to Love podcast because – we really kind of laid out uh, some of the things that people can do to increase their confidence, self-confidence, how they can eliminate doubt, how they can be more worthy, how they consider themselves more worthy. You are. It's, boy, if somebody else is telling you you're not, then again, you're hanging around with the wrong, wrong people. Um, you have to seek out people who are, uh, who are innovative and creative and doing things that you would like to be doing, uh, and then you go do it. So my sister to get back to the singing, didn't know how to sing. Yet the next thing she calls me and she says, I'm going to do music and movement for kids. Really? Yeah, I'm going to do <laughs> early childhood education. Now, by this time, she, she had two kids already. It was about three, four years later. She had two kids, two young ones. And um, she was going to create these music, music and movement, um, musical things based on our early childhood education, and we're talking about food, we're talking about numbers, we're talking about movement, we're talking about all these kind of things. 
and um, things that would help kids be uh, grow up to be um, uh, inspiring and creative and you know just what every the perfect you know perfect child and I told her a couple of couple of I don't know sometime in the last six months I said I'm going to tell you something because her my nephew her son came and stayed with me he's in UCLA now um, both her son and daughter were 4.0 students 4.0 plus throughout their entire beginning secondary education I mean all the way through college 4.0 it's amazing this kid is so brilliant he's amazing and I go what happened what did you do the kid was and in my view he was exposed to the things that his mother and not only the frequency his mother was projecting with regard to inspiration intuition creativity uh, positivity she she literally was a walking ball of positivity inspiration and creativity it was just like all the That's, time writing stuff gift. down doing things she made singing CDs she 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 went to a music teacher and learned how to sing a vocal wow. coach and then she went and created CDs on her own she was singing she got me to come every time I came to LA she'd say Mike you're singing in the studio with me for like two hours on blah 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 <laughs> said, uh, okay she got my brother to come sing she got some Star Trek actors to come sing uh, two of them in that's fact wonderful. from my brother's show and they sang for free nobody was oh, charging amazing. anything and so it's really quite interesting that you can she is a walking she's walking evidence of <laughs> how you can develop experiential wisdom to do things and with everything you do uh, every step you take you develop a greater level of success you obtain a greater level of success and then just propels you on and before you know it there's nothing you can't do absolutely nothing oh. and then she comes to me the other day and goes I'm gonna reinvent myself <laughs> the angel <laughs> yeah. the angel journals yeah I'm going like again you're like yeah she says she That's created these angel journals I'm not angels she created these journals um, based on musical theater popular musical theater and um, my girlfriend says how many how many journals does she have up on Amazon she was thinking oh maybe 50 10 20 I said 800 she goes what Wow that's 800 amazing. journals on Amazon she, she does she's 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 it's she's created a secondary income from these journals she put them on she had the spurt of like six eight months to a year where she put a lot of these journals and they're really really good stuff they're really good um, lines wonder. of things she gets people buying all kinds yeah so I mean what I'm saying here is you can you can you can hear my excitement and my passion about what it is that I talk about and the experience I've had and the people that I that I deal with and you are the same way and what I want our listeners to do is to experience that for themselves you know what you're good at you know what you have to do you can take any information and turn it into into something that's that can help be of service to someone else and somebody told me uh, last year your life should be 50% service to others mm -hmm. at least 50% service to others and uh, if you can get to 90 you're like you're amazing you're you're angelic because we're here to be of service to others to help others rise up you know and your job is to pick somebody up as I like to say leave someone better than when you found them Mm -hmm. leave, some leave someone better it, it doesn't matter whether you only see them for two seconds I've talked like this before you meet somebody they help you out leave them better than when you arrived 
Leave them feeling better. Leave them smiling. Lighten their load. Do something to help them understand that humanity exists, that love, compassion, and empathy uh, and kindness are real, not just some fantasy, that they're real and that you can Mm -hmm. do that. I'm walking through the hotel. I'm I'm at the Beau Rivage. Every woman cleaning a room, I stop and say, how how are you? How are you doing? Oh, that's Oh, great. keep Keep that smile. You know, keep that smile. I wish you a great day. You know, I mean, how many people just walk by and say, this is the person who just cleans the room and blah, 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 don't say anything. Um, but these people are real people. They're working for a living. They've got families. They have feelings. And I, to me, I just want to see them smile. I want to pick them up, if, mm-hmm. if only for two seconds, just to be cordial. Look them in the eye and say, hey, how are you today? You know, I hope you have an awesome day today. And they smile and go back and go, yeah, thank you. And that's it. You know, be a ball of light that helps other lights shine brighter than you. That is, to me, that's the key to life. Everything mm-hmm. I do has that around it. The journals I create, I, I, my intent is to, is to have at least one person hold one and go and have it be an inspiration for them for, you know, to write down something about what the journal topic is, the theme of the journal is, or whatever. Listen to my audiobook and actually... Um, you know, say, hey, this is awesome. I had somebody, I've got a salt video on uh, a video about Real Salt, the company called Real Salt, uh, uh, Real Salt from Utah. And every once in a while I get these comments. Somebody stops and says, this is the most amazing thing. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you so much for whatever. And then I take the the time to go back and write them at least a four or five line reply. They took the time to reply to what I did. I want to help them feel really good about themselves for doing that and giving some words of encouragement, inspiration, whatever I need to do, whatever comes to me at the time. That's, that's the whole idea. Masterminding, masterminding is the most, one, in, in my view, one of the most amazing tools that we have in this world for picking each other up. Mm-hmm. And it's, 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 it's amazing to me that I could say the people that, that I, I encounter most, these people that I'm picking up, I'm, my goal is to get them away from the drama and the chaos and the, the, the despair that they may be thinking about their own lives and help them understand that there is another, um, that there is that love, that compassion, that empathy and kindness. It does exist, like I said, it is real. Um, and, that they, and help them feel it, if only for a moment, a brief moment. Mm-hmm. And uh, if... I have the opportunity to go farther. Uh, I, I give them some bit of encouragement as to how they can, you know, move forward and, and feel better more often, uh, that bit of alchemy. And that is, teach them about that, help them enlighten them, because we have to lift everybody up. That's the only way that we're all go- that we're going to create a society that we all want to live in all the time is, is if we can help those who are in that, uh, in operating in the lower frequencies, Leave those lower frequencies as often as possible and as quickly as possible. Now, I'd like to know something from you. How many mastermind yes. people do you have? Okay. And talk to me about how you found them because so that our audience can like get a different perspective of this. You know, it's an interesting question and I think many of them are found through shared common interests. 
Um, I tend to gravitate towards individuals that are um, creative. So this past uh, weekend was a 24-hour art event here, and it's um, completely free. And I usually will participate as an artist painting this however, this year. However, I just was there as a participant, which was kind of a, a nice change for me. But, you know, you walk around. Um, there's usually about 16,000 people. Each participant that wants to come has the ability to hang a piece of their art. And it's a, a non-jury show or they can sell it or, or just display it. And, you know, it was, it's really interesting because sometimes in the least expected places you receive the most profound gifts. <laughs> and I, oh, yeah, and it was just so, so interesting because, you know, looking at, at the different art, I had gone in the evening and I, I sort of walked around and there was like plethora of people and you kind of get pushed and shoved. But I always like to go the next day and kind of when there's not so many people and it's the daylight and you're seeing things from a different perspective. And there was a, a interesting, it was sort of a cubicle hexagonal, I don't know, it sounds strange, but this person had constructed a piece of art out of glass and mirrors and then a electronic light strip. And I looked at it at night and I thought, oh, that's sort of interesting. Didn't really think anything about it. And this young man was walking his dog uh, and because you're allowed to, to bring your pets and and he looked at, you know we started a conversation about that and he said did you see that piece right there and I, I said to him I said yeah I said, it's kind of interesting I don't really get it and he said I didn't get it either until I took a video of it he said take a video of it and it'll change your perspective and so I turned on my phone and I turned on the camera and what I saw was not this, you know, three-dimensional object with mirrors and <laughs> glass and light. It was this most profound holographic experience I've ever witnessed. And what was so interesting really? is as I tilted my camera, uh, you know, I got different views and different images, and it was almost like you were going into some sort of a, a time time warp. But, I, you know, I thought, what a great you know, and I ended up running into him and I said, thank you, you know, so much for that because what it did, it, it totally transformed my experience of that piece. And not only that, it sort of was like the, the watering that flowered, you know, like that caused the seeds to grow and flower because I thought, oh, you know, <laughs> how about living in the hologram, a holographic universe and how, you know, just by switching an angle or a perspective on something, it totally transforms the journey. And, you know, I think for mm -hmm. me, um, when you do something you love, you will attract the people around you that, in, you know, mm -hmm. are engaged and want to experience that. You know, some people will say, well, I'm not creative. Well, there, you know, there were everything from, you know, six-year-old to 81-year-old who contributed to this art event. Some things were a little bit better than others. It was uh, somebody took their BMW and spray-painted it with Pac-Man figures. I thought, wow, that's a commitment to art. <laughs> That's a big commitment to art. No kidding. And they put, you no know, kidding. skeletons driving it. But, you know, it was whimsical. It made people smile. It made people question. What's sort of fun when you walk around that, you know, you engage with other people. And, and when people say, well, I'm not creative, well, you, 
as a as a human being, you know, you started out as a wonder of creation. You know, your souls divide each day. You know, we're creating different things, and we attract really what it is that we put out. So, you know, when you wake up every day, and I know that you do this, you know that the the hours ahead of you are filled with opportunities. You know, life, color, clarity, mm-hmm. sunset, sunrises. Mm-hmm. And and as you said, Michael, when you're driving, you love to take a picture in the mirror and see what is lays behind, sometimes maybe even what lays before you, because you never know what to expect. It's never, ever going to be the same, same sunset. It doesn't matter, you know. And sometimes some of, you can't even capture sometimes the beautiful colors that there are. And, and I think it's a really great metaphor for life and and so when you i think as you do you know sometimes you can intentionally you know join a group of people you can look there's lots of tools now with the internet where you can find like-minded people whether it be through social media or meetups uh, that share common interests and you might go to to an event and you might find that really there's nobody that's in resonance nobody that you inspires you or makes you want to to have a conversation but sometimes you know I'll be walking you know in the in the grocery store and I'll run into somebody with a smile and we're still chatting and next thing you know they've given me you know several gifts of, of information that I never would have had if I hadn't been open so, um, so true. yeah so yeah, it, it's yeah. it's it's amazing. So with you, Michael, you know how you know you've got this these individuals that are in your life, your sister, friends. You know, what are some other ways that you attract individuals in your into your mastermind group? Well, the one thing I the one thing I make sure of and made sure of thirty plus years ago is that my inner conversation was aligned with what I wanted. Uh, when you are seeking creativity. Um, and use the self-talk like I am not creative, uh, you are really shutting down that everybody's creative. <laughs> Everyone mm-hmm. is creative. Uh-huh. Uh, and that's the kind of, and, and, and you have to change that dialogue. You have to say, I am creative, not I am. Get rid of the not. Your mind doesn't mm-hmm. understand not. I am creative. I am inspired, Right. I am successful. I am whatever it is that you aspire to be. Your inner conversation has to reflect the, uh, has to positively support the intention that you're, that you're looking to manifest. So the, to someone who says, I'm not creative, I would say, yeah, you're creative. That, you know, and, and, and say so. Um, if you want to be creative, you must say, I am creative. If you want to be prosperous, you've got to say, I am prosperous. Um, all you're doing is shutting down the manifestational pathways that can help you um, actually reach that level uh, or achieve that thing that you're looking to achieve, to manifest it in the first place. Um, there are common pathways and channels. Your um, common interests, beautiful. I love that. I love the common interest aspect of things. Uh, and uh, because, um, you know, obviously I'm going back kind of talking about these things I'm writing down as you're talking. Um, that I want to that I want to compliment you on because that's that is one of the most amazing places to begin. Um, if you if you uh, play soccer or you play baseball or you play softball or you play basketball or sport or you or you you are an artist, uh, you um, want to avail yourself of any and every opportunity to engage in art. That's where you find people who have a common interest of art, and mm-hmm. so 
going to that festival was fabulous uh, because, and I'm glad they had it, by the way, um, that it's not something that I've seen in, in a while. Uh, however, I like the idea of it where everybody brings something uh, that they've created. And so everybody can really participate. People think art is mm-hmm. some kind of, uh, you know, um, highbrow kind of thing uh, and that you have to be really good at what you do. Art is, your, is up to your interpretation. That is what it is, and, and it is. I've drawn 100%. before. I, I have drawing skills, but I don't use them that much, um, except for the angel that I created and other cards that I note cards that I created the designs. And we have we have to. That's a great place to begin. Anyone, I, I would say, figure out what what your interests are. Write down two or three interests that you have more than any other things you're passionate about and then start looking for opportunities to experience um, that passion. And, and mm-hmm. uh, like I said, as an example, art, look for art festivals. Look for, if you have to drive an hour, drive an hour. Go to an art festival. Talk to the artists. Find out how they got started doing what they're doing. Find out what, you know, you, you'll see what they're passionate about. Yeah, they're looking to sell something, but you don't necessarily have to buy something. The bottom line is uh, anyone who is creative and, and uh uh, is experience a life that they they really um, want to be living, the life doing the thing that they love. Well, we'd love to talk about it. It's mm-hmm. just, I mean, everybody does. You do, I do. Anybody, I don't know anybody who doesn't love something and who, who loves something and doesn't want to talk about it. Um, mm-hmm. You do. You want to talk about how'd you get started? What you know? What was the one thing that? Uh, what what was your your biggest uh, you know hitch in the giddy up? What was the thing that 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 prevented you from getting to where you are right now? The obstacle that you had to get over and get through. Uh, and they love to talk about their successes, and so get them talking about their successes. Um, I am, I am thinking about uh, uh, this this whole concept from a, a standpoint of relational connection. It always gets back to that. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people are are too shy to talk to people they don't know, and the common interest situation. Uh, quotient, I should say, common interest quotient, can help break down those walls. When you have an interest in something and other people have like interests as you, they can talk, you can, uh, you can get them talking about their, their interest, and then you can interject and you become more comfortable as the conversation goes on about what you're doing. And then you can make a friend and you can make a contact, make, uh, make a, a, a connection with someone. Um, and uh, keep doing that. Just keep doing it. Some some are going to turn into uh, deeper connections. Um, others will not. Uh, it's just a function of of, uh, of just getting out there and doing it, doing mm-hmm. it. Uh, and mm-hmm. that's that's what's most important here, right about now, is the do part. Um, and just don't put any obstacles in front of you. Don't be your don't be your own obstacle. <laughs> don't mm-hmm. be your own. Don't put don't put yourself in way in in the way of 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 creating this for yourself. Well, Michael, you know, you've talked about before, um, you know, non-attachment and letting go. And I think, you know, when you have, uh, you know, you're thinking about building, uh, you know, a mastermind group, you know, you need to, within yourself, you know, I think a lot of people struggle with confidence. You know, am I going to be a value to a group? You know, when you're going to, join something, you know, that really, I think, for some people may be 
a barrier. How do you get started? You know, I don't know if I have value enough to be part of that group. One of the, the things they did a few years ago in the city as well, they did a thing called Knit the Bridge. And I thought it was so interesting. They put it out from every community. Anybody could submit part, uh, like just a, a knit square. And that's all they had to do was just mm-hmm. a little thing. And then what the, the volunteers do, they actually sewed all of the little pieces together. And not only did they do a bridge, they actually covered a, a covered a tree in this knitting. And you could go. And, and it was so interesting to see, you know, the color combination. I thought, you know, what a great metaphor for society. You know, you have all of these different, you know, communities that, each has its own unique gifts. And then that was just something simple that could come together. But that probably came about through somebody's mastermind group. You know, what could we do, you know, in fiber that would be a little bit different, uh, that would maybe make people happy, maybe make people question, like, what are these nuts doing? <laughs> you know, kind of covering a bridge and, and knitting. You know, what purpose does that, you know, that, I mean, that may be a question that, a lot of people ask, like, if what I have, I have an idea for something, but, you know, somebody's going to think it's stupid, what value would it have? You know, what purpose does that serve? Well, you know, it really, you know, it celebrates a lot of uh, different things. You know, the history, it celebrates community, it celebrates something that anybody from age, you know, young, uh, you know, upwards is has the ability to do. I was listening to a book actually just recently by Dr. Joe Vitale mm-hmm. called Karmic Marketing. And it was, you know, he <laughs> said that sometimes, you know, and, and the whole thing about karmic marketing was that you give something out with no intention of receiving something back. So you do right. something that will make a difference to somebody else. And he said he received just, you know, within I think it's the, the last several years, um, uh, sort of recognition for something that he had done. He had been a part of a movie called The Secret with uh, a gentleman named Jack Canfield who was very well known for Chicken Soup for the Soul. And um, he learned of a young man. Now, Joe Vitale had at one time been homeless and was able to sort of raise himself up from that position to to being a very successful businessman and marketer and also uh, not just an entrepreneur, but somebody who gave gave back. And he was credited by this young man. He received a letter who had also been homeless. But in his situation, he was went from homeless to being a billionaire. I don't know. Have you seen this this young man at all? Um, who, no, who I haven't actually. actually. So his basically, he was from Switzerland. He sort of didn't really fit in. He decided that he would leave um, and sort of take his inheritance from his, his grandfather's death and go to Thailand and sort of found himself on the beaches and within a short time had used up his funds. He, he landed in Bangkok thinking, okay, well, this is <laughs> where I'm going to be. I'm going to go right to Thailand. I'm going to be right on the beach. He didn't realize when he flew into Bangkok, it wasn't anywhere near the beaches. It was a big city. And so within a short yeah. period of time, he had used up his funds. And, um, you know, he ended up sort of on the wrong side of the 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 tracks and he didn't he was he was a little bit too proud to to reach out to his family so he he reached out to a friend and sort of exhausted their generosity and finally 
somebody sent him a book and it happened to be the book the secret and he said that when he read it he he said he got the book and he was really irritated he thought you know here i'm asking for money <laughs> this guy is sending me a book what a dumb mm-hmm. thing you know that was his first reaction and <laughs> he said you know and so he as he started reading he thought you know what i'm going to disprove this thing this thing cannot work at all oh yeah yeah <laughs> guess yeah what? this is a gentleman i've heard of him i've heard of him yeah, yeah andreas pira is yeah. his name and and although he um you know went to to disprove it you know here in fact he started attracting all of the things that he could have ever, ever dreamed and beyond the possible and so he reached out to joe vitelli and Joe said, hey, you know what? We need to write a book about this. So they co-authored it. But, you know, it was interesting because he credited both Jack Canfield and Joe Vitale for really turning his life around and, and showing what could be possible. I haven't read the book yet. I'm really eager to read the book. Um, it sounds really fascinating. But in this particular gentleman, this, this I believe from what I understand, he is also using his billions to give back to the community, which I think is really amazing. Um, yeah, just really, and, and I believe I think in his, what he's doing too, one of the things that Joe had said is that he's doing business differently. He really values his employees and he's making, he's really making a difference. Yeah. And, and, you know, how you go from that place from, you know, from fear to inspiration to, you know, really giving back through what, what, Joe Vitale calls karmic marketing is is fascinating. So that is a, that is uh, a yeah. great book. Uh, I, I that's the kind of thing that I uh, um, I've used that process that concept uh, for decades, um, mm-hmm. and in in another industry that I've that I've worked in. And one of the things that's interesting is that you 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 have to. Uh, give uh, without the uh, the attachment to receiving something. Mm-hmm. It is most people when they give, they only give with the prerequisite that they are going to get something back. So it's sort of like some barter or exchange or whatever. Uh, giving of yourself um, begets great things when you release yourself from the attachment of of, of receiving something in return. Uh, and uh, that is, or even acknowledgement, which may come, mm-hmm. that's fine. You've got to say thank you and, and accept it graciously um, because uh, being acknowledged, acknowledged is, uh, is, is, is something also that's a blessing to you. Um, what what uh, came to mind when you were talking is that we all have a destiny. Mm-hmm. We all have a destiny. We're here for some reason. And uh, our talents, our gifts, are a clue to what our destiny is. And I know a lot of people, a lot of young people who ask, you know, what am I meant to do? I don't know what I'm supposed to do with my life. Well, I didn't know what I thought I was supposed to do even at 27. I had no clue. I, was th- I think up until, believe it or not, up until um, 60, be 64 next month, uh, actually, uh, and I, in and, and just about a month, and, and I d- can't tell you that I was totally and completely understanding of, of what I was, what I'm, why I'm here mm-hmm. until the last couple of years. It was really interesting. Uh, all, all along the way, I had a sense of, of what my uh, 
I, I understood my skills, and I'd done a lot of meditation, a lot of reading, a lot of speaking with people, and and uh, I just sort of took an assessment. I, I'm always taking an assessment of of myself and and uh, what my skills and talents are, and I find that that really helps. It helps to learn about yourself, what your personality is, personality traits are, what uh, you, what your uh, talents and gifts are. What are you, are you good with your hands? Are you great talking with people? Are you persuasive? Are you somebody who's a creative? Are you somebody who solves problems very easily? It, it, it comes, it, it just comes to you like you know, like uh, water coming out of a faucet. Um, do you are you good at fixing things? Uh, and intuiting uh, solutions to problems, or you're good at math, or you good at whatever it may be. The combination of, or should I say the compilation of your various talents and gifts can be used in, in service to others. You just have to figure out how. Um, mm-hmm. Do what you love, and, and, you're, uh, and, and um, you'll be successful. Uh, you'll, you'll also... Uh, attract uh, other people because love is a very powerful, powerful frequency uh, to uh, that you can that you can vibrate at. Um, this particular gentleman, this story, what I find fascinating about him is that he. It seemed that he made a transformation uh, from the 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 struggle he was in and the lower frequency thinking of. I don't have, I don't know how I'm going to get the survival, fight and survival, uh, being homeless, uh, mm-hmm. to experiencing what was in the secret at the right time. He was supposed to experience that. And then he, he, his initial response is the same kind of thing that, that I find a lot of people have who are into chaos and drama and distraction and a lower frequency living, uh, 3D living, I call it. Um, and what I, uh, all, what I'm happy that he did was to step back and see the book in a different way. And, yes, 100%. Um, that is, that's the key. That's the key is to step back. Instead of saying, you know, oh, what's this going to do for me? This isn't what I wanted. I wanted money because I wanted to be able to eat or get a hotel room or whatever uh, tonight and find a place to, to live or stay. Ah, wait a minute. What you have is, is much deeper. This is when you change your consciousness, change your thinking about yourself and your life. Everything changes for you, and yeah. that's the whole the, the 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 adage of you know change your thinking and you change your life. Change your thoughts about yourself and you change your life. And uh, as Vimla would tell you, change your handwriting and you'll change your life. These, <laughs> I can't wait to have her on. It's, Absolutely, it's your, it is. It's all. It's it's the, the key here is that the takeaway is that it's all within you. It wasn't something externally that changed. It was something right. internally that changed. And that's the beauty of it. To me, that's the whole book. You think you could tell that thing to me? I don't have to read the book. I understand the concept. I've read a lot of books and I've talked to a lot of people. The bottom line is, I, what I look for in those kinds of stories is, what was the catalyst? Catalyst was, mm-hmm. they went inside. You look for that Absolutely. point. When did, when did it happen? What was the catalyst that made them look inside? And uh, I have another friend who lives in Cambodia, uh, Cambodia, Seam Reap, uh, who experienced the same kind of inner, uh, inner transformation. And it was the catalyst for him was a gentleman 
an Indian doctor at the VA hospital in Atlanta. I mean, this man was angry oh, at himself, angry at the world, and the doctor laid down, laid out eight points for him that he needed to uh, to uh, um, think about in his life, and, and those eight points were designed to help him look inside. And when he did that, he started traveling around the world, ended up in Thailand and then Siem Reap, and he's been there for four years and loving it, and it connected with a lot of monks who were also giving him a lot of wisdom. Uh, and it's not by accident. Not by accident. Mm-hmm. His life was to be enriched. Uh, once His life was enriched once he looked inside. When you start looking inside, start working on you, and this is what we're talking about, mastermind starts inside of you, you know, mm-hmm. the, the concepts, the ideas, the frequency of mastermind. Masterminding is, is, in my view, up there with enlightenment because that is what you're doing. You're getting enlightenment. So we, mm-hmm. you adopt that mastermind mentality where you set the intention to be your own mastermind and think from that concept. It's free. It doesn't cost anything to change your mind. I keep telling this all the time. Mm-hmm. You're, you're thinking, oh, I don't have any money. I don't have any place to live. I don't have any... Look, <laughs> What you don't have isn't what's important. What you do have is you. You can, you can create an entirely new reality. It starts in your own thinking, though. Mm-hmm. You have to, instead of thinking fight and struggle, struggle, think thrive. I'm thriving. I'm meeting people. I'm, I'm out there. I'm, and I feel good about myself. I feel awesome about myself. I feel good about my life. Uh, I, I can write a new chapter in my book, my life story. Do it. Start, it starts in your mind. How do you create it? What do you want to do? And those pe- the people will, will, will gravitate towards you, mm-hmm. gravitate towards you, and your destiny will unfold before you. Um, being a service to others is, is what, in my view, Mastermind is, a group is about, and uh, I'm always cognizant of how, am I, how can I do that? How can I be of service to someone else, uh, in service to myself and service mm-hmm. Because without being service to myself and treating myself with those love, kindness, happiness, joy, empathy, compassion, I have to be in, in forgiveness and gratitude. I have, to, I have to basically be that myself, embody it myself, live from that basis, and then you'll start attracting people into your life and circumstances into your life, that, uh, that kind of uh, karmic goodness uh, that, the, uh, that not only Joe Vitale was talking about, but uh, that... Um, the, that monks talk about all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, people think karma, karma is some kind of, karma is an everyday thing. It's how you, it's, 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 giving, it's, it's giving without the need to receive and having the goodness flow back to you. That's karma. It's right there. It happens all the time. Mm-hmm. And yep. when, you, when you find yourself angry at somebody else for some reason, when you look inside to find out what your actual reasoning is behind that, you'll, lose, you'll find that it has nothing to do with them. It has everything to do with you. And when you change, which you can do with a snap of a finger, you can change your mind with a snap of a finger. It's mm-hmm. that simple. You can move forward and, uh, and do it. So that uh, brilliant story. Brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, brilliant you know, and I, I think, it. you know, he could have received that book and thrown it in the trash. But as you said, you know, he opened up his, his mind, his heart, his connection. Maybe there was mm-hmm. a, that connection to his friend that was, you know, he could feel the love that went in once he went past his anger. And, you know, as you were, you were speaking, Michael, I was thinking about Jen Sincero, who also is an author of the, the Badass 
series of books. Now, what was interesting about her experience with masterminding, she said, well, you know, she wanted to to join a group, and each week she would go, and uh, she would she could see and she could make suggestions, she could offer all these things, and she was coming up with all these creative ideas for other people's businesses, and at the end of like eight weeks, she's like, oh my God, I don't have any idea of you know, here I've been giving all these wonderful ideas to all these other people. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm supposed to do. And then it hit her. She said, <laughs> she contacted the person who started the group and said, hey, do you need a facilitator for these groups? Because she saw her gift in what it was that she had the ability to do. And the person said, oh, my gosh, I would absolutely love to have you do that, and I can pay you for it. She was like, Wow. You know, like, oh, my gosh. You know, and there, there yeah. each week that she went, you know, it wasn't about what she was going to get. It was about what she could give. And that, I think, exactly. is so important. And that's why each week when we come here on Connect to Love here on PRNFM, you know, and I encourage you to listen to the podcast uh, so you can, if you have missed some of the episodes and even to listen to Michael's Life Move podcast because, each week, you don't know. Like when we do this, we do it out of out of love, and and we don't know what nuggets, golden nuggets that somebody is going to receive that may create help them create their own miracle. I I know that for me, it's a gift. I I look forward to it so much. I get so much, and it inspires me beyond measure. And I'm just so grateful. And um, you know, I just uh, as really, do I. Really, as do I. I I really love these. These, uh, this is this is this is one of the most uh, amazing hours of my week. I spend a lot of time sitting here at my desk and creating and doing things and reading and, and listening and watching. Uh, and uh, however, the relational connection that that we put together on a weekly basis is is something that to me is is precious. And uh, the fact that this is my opportunity to give back to our listeners. Uh, and if if anything else. If nothing else, I should say, help our listeners uh, understand that that life is, you don't have to accept your circumstances. You don't have to accept your thinking. You can change it all in a heartbeat. Um, and it, it, get away from the environment. Because it, it, you're thinking, if your thinking is negative, if you're in the 3D struggle uh, of, of life, uh, and in the drama and the the uh, the distraction that occurs uh, that is so rampant nowadays, your life is in, and the people you sur- are surrounded by are a reflection of that. They are validating that thinking that you have. And if you want a different life, you have to start with yourself and then envision a different life and start thinking differently. Uh, and enlighten yourself as to um, with with these podcasts, with the Life Moves podcast, with books. There are uh, self help is the the biggest uh, uh, genre of of books in the world because people have experiences that they're sharing, and you can you can find the treasure to enrich your life in any any of those things, um, and you'll be guided to the things that that you really need to move forward and uh, i love that story about the woman too by the way it's you know uh, it it it, what you're doing what she was doing and and how all of a sudden she had this boom burst of epiphany 
where she said, I'm already doing this. Let's see if I can do this and have fun. And she didn't even know she could make a living at it. And, mm-hmm. and that's so absolutely wonderful. One last story. I've mean, I, I got to tell you this really, really quickly. When yeah, and actually, I'm going to let has, you sign off because we're, we're coming to the end. So I'm going to let you tell the story and please. Give me, give me what, um, 30 seconds a minute? Show. No, no, we um, have uh, okay. actually a, a little bit more than that. But please, I, I'll let you sign okay, off on please. the show. I'll just tell you, I'll just tell you the story. And number one, thank you so much for another wonderful hour another wonderful week. I'm so blessed by your presence and grateful for uh, your friendship and your, your, and everything about you, which is so wonderful. Um, your energy and frequency and spirit. Um, this particular gentleman that, uh, has been a friend of mine, of my sister, she's known him for over 40 years and uh, he was a great artist, fantastic artist and couldn't figure out how to make, a living from his art, which he was amazing at. So he calls her, and this is, fits into the masterminding thing. They've been masterminding for years. She's given him lots of different ideas and this and that. So um, a month ago, four weeks ago, she says, hey, they're talking. She's, he's just, you know, you're a great artist, and you like, you like uh, um, I think it's Harry Potter, art, Hobbits, something like that, whatever that particular story is about Hobbits. There's, there's uh, several books um, by... Um, yeah, the Hobbit uh, books. I can't think of them at this bigger point, but everybody knows what I'm talking about. J.R.R. Tolkien. There we go. Yeah. So she says, why don't you draw, why don't you have somebody read J.R.R. Tolkien, Tolkien while you are drawing its characters? Do it as a video. Wow. A video. Now, listen, so he, as he's drawing a character, she is, this woman is reading a book, reading a chapter out of the book, and he completes whatever it is. Here's what happens. Four weeks ago, just four weeks, he starts doing this. His first video, one million views. One million views. He's oh had goodness, four or five. Every one of them. Wow. Every <laughs> one of amazing. them. One million or better, right? One million or better. Everyone. Now, he's still not making a living in this, but he's giving of himself, right? He's giving of himself. Um, last week, he gets a call from, from, from an art school that wants to pay him to go all over the world to teach people how to draw. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. They want to fly him. They want to pay him $6,000 every time he goes somewhere. They want to – and it's like she says, Michael, this started four weeks ago, and he's got millions of views. And I said, brilliant. And I said, he says, I told him to do this, and he he finally did something I I suggested, and it's it's gone crazy. It's gone viral, and it's, it's like, and, and he's doing what he loves. Now he gets to travel and get paid and do it. He and his wife get to go to these wonderful places around the world, Italy and France and, and UK and all these places where they want to pay to send him to teach these kids in school how to draw. Wonderful, isn't it? That's anything beautiful. can happen. Everything and anything have, is possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Amazing. all starts having a mastermind, having somebody, even if it's just one person, it's wonderful. So, Anything, if that story doesn't get you, get you your blood pumping about, uh, about creating a mastermind situation, starting with one and moving on, one is good. One is awesome. Uh, two can happen if it's supposed to. But work on one person. Work on yourself, and then you'll attract that one person. And be alert to what you're doing and pay attention. Because when you ask for something, the universe or something, and it gives it to you, you have to recognize that it's being given to you. All right. That's my that's my uh, um, story. Last story, finishing story. And I thank you so much. Uh, Connect to Love, the yes. podcast. 
where you can listen to all of this uh, over again, share it with somebody who you know needs it <laughs> and could use it in their life right now with some great stuff. Great, great content, okay? Until next week. Lisa, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So grateful.